Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I'm, I'm afraid of your kitty farm idea because uh, we kind of have a, a kitty plantation right now. And it's Imagine this. Sick. We have acres of land. We build an island with like a moat, you know, like a moat. Like it has like a water feature. It's a lazy river. It's not even a moat. It's a lazy river. <laughs> and you go to the island and there's kittens everywhere. Just, just kittens live there. <laughs> Sounds cruel. No, but like they grow into full cats. No, but they're on this island. They can't go anywhere. Like, no, but it's stu- huge. It's huge. It's big. Okay. It's all a right. big island. Better there's, be big. there's tree houses. All there's right. all kinds of kitty trees. They they'd love it. <laughs> they're outside all day. Listen, I get to play in my mind when I when I'm like, oh, no, money's everywhere. Okay, this is the perfect world. Hello, welcome back to Ship They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo, a.k.a. the Icebreaker. Breaker, breaker, one, two, three, everybody. Am I right? And I'm Steve Green. Oh, yeah. Steve's here, too. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. You know, I was doing really well. This morning was, like, an excellent morning. And then I was brushing my teeth, and I got extremely sad. Because I remembered that Stannis let his daughter burn at the stake, and oh, I was shit. I was so upset. That's a huge spoiler. I got so upset. For the Game of Thrones. They don't. You just said the show. I wasn't oh, going to say the show. I wasn't going to say the huge spoiler. 
Could have been that new Adam Sandler movie, Hubie Halloween. <laughs> oh, you know what I just thought? I don't know when this episode is coming out, but people are probably upset about the election. I don't I don't know. I don't know your life, but this is probably coming out after the election, and you maybe you were expecting me to be upset about the election, but this is three weeks ago, Nikki, that you're listening to, and she was upset about Stannis burning the child at the stake. <laughs> I am so upset about it. Um, but anyway, I hope like I hope that's all working out for you guys. <laughs> Three weeks from now, everything's. I hope everything's Let's chill. Let's go again. I hope everything's chill. Let's go again. <laughs> okay. Anyway, welcome back to the show. Um, we have more questions from you that you submitted, and we're gonna do our best to answer them. I just want to say again, we are not experts, but we're pretty cool. So, dude, I'm such a non-expert that I fucking caught my hand opening a Gatorade bottle this morning. Yeah, that's some pussy shit. No, it's not pussy pussy shit. It's tough ass shit shit because the Gatorade bottles, they make them for athletes only. So if you can get that shit open, you're a fucking athlete. That's a terrible marketing plan then. Tell me about it. I don't know what they're up to. Most demographic, most of the demographic is not an athlete. I don't know what they're up to in Gatorade land because they make those bottles impossible to open and they put ridges on them that are fucking razor sharp. So if you can't get it open, your hand is fucked. Yeah. My hand is fucked. Yeah, it looks pretty fucked. Um, also, the athletes don't even have to do that. They just get that huge tub, and then they they just put it in a, like a water glass. Thing. And they don't even drink that much of it. They pour it all over the coach. <laughs> That's true. It's ridiculous. I don't even think they like Gatorade. I don't get Gatorade's marketing. I don't get it. What the hell are they thinking over there? I don't know. Hey, you know, you know what would be great is if they poured all over somebody's back. <laughs> yeah. That's our that's our drink. That's it's so sticky. Yeah, it's very sticky. All right, we'll get into these questions now, guys. Um, so. Hopefully you sent some good ones. I don't pre-screen them, so I just I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a winner here. Let's see. How about S T D T Y? That's our uh, show's initials. Should they don't tell you? Not S T D. Thank you. Is this our ten year anniversary special? <laughs> like you, you sound like a jaded smoker. Listen, I'm sad about. I'm sad. I'm sad. Mickey's just like S T D T Y, honey. That's our that's our initials, babe. Okay, honey. <laughs> What do you want to order? Like, I feel like I'm in a fucking uh, 1950s diner. I'm two days late on my period, okay. everyone, and I don't know. It might be a baby. We I hope. don't know. We hope. But by the time you hear this, um, I'll know. <laughs> so, so, so what do you want to order, honey? So you, what do you want to order, honey? Guys, shit, they don't tell you. A Q&A, not a relationship question, is the title of this one. So that's why I'm picking it, because I want to see what, what non-relationship question you have, because I don't... Can we even answer those? Has it ever um, happened? Hi, Nikki and Steve. Love the podcast. Love the vlogs. Love Tasty Tuesday. I really appreciate all the fun content you give us, and I look forward to all the episodes when they release. Oh, my God. We love you. Thank you. My question is about career slash work. Please keep me anonymous. You got it. I'm a, I am 24 years old, just got married, and really absolutely hate my job. I've been dealing with depression and anxiety pretty much all my life. In college, it got extremely bad, and I switched majors and career path pretty drastically, thinking my depression episode was rooted in my then-life path. I don't regret changing majors. The old one really wasn't meant for me. But the new career path just isn't right for me either, and now I feel extremely stuck. I graduated and got a good job, but I hate the industry and I dread work every day, even after being there for two years. Most of the time, I power through and do a good job, but I'm paralyzed with depression half the time, and especially while we're 
working from home due to the quarantine. Problem is, I don't know what to do instead. I tried learning coding, I tried web design, and I tried consulting, but I decided not to move forward with any of them. I have taken a lot of personality tests to figure out what my strengths are and where I would be suited, but I still can't find my passion. If curious, I am an ISFJ personality and an Enneagram 1. Good to know. What can I do to power through? I don't know through? what that means, though, off the top of my head. I got to have the chart in front of me. Um, introverted. Uh... Yeah, see? Okay, uh, moving on. Okay. What can I do to power through my day-to-day job while trying to figure out a new path? What are some strategies or exercises or voodoo magic to figure out what I want to do with my career? I feel very conflicted about this because I recently got married and my husband has a stressful technical job and I don't want to burden him with my crybabiness when my job, in all honesty, is way easier than his and we have bills to pay. Please help. Thanks for reading. All right. Anonymous. This is something we get asked a lot. My answer to this is usually don't do anything drastic. Don't like just quit your job because you're sad or whatever with, about doing your job. Yeah. But do some like be smart about it and put your energy as far as what you want to do into whatever your hobby is if you have one. Yeah, that's where I would start. Is um, I feel like if she had a hobby though, or he or she had a hobby, that it would uh, be more obvious, or maybe she they would mention they would that. Mention it, yeah, yeah. So maybe they're hobbyless, which happens. Yeah, too. that happens too. And also, I want to let you know you're not alone. Like hell no, so many people I know went through college, had it firmly in their head they were going to be X Y Z. Then they got a job doing X Y Z, and they freaking hated it. Yeah. So you're not alone. I know um, somebody who's like, I literally don't want to do anything. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, there's something you want to do. And like, I, w- I don't want to do anything. Yeah. I mean, depression does that, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, when I was super depressed, I was looking into like, um, you know, those. Have you ever heard of like sleep focus groups where they like study your sleep cycle? Holy shit. And basically like you're you just get paid to like sleep <laughs> all day. <laughs> I looked into that. Were there lines down the block? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to get into, but yeah. like, and also, people like can't believe this shit's real. Yeah, you have to have you have to like spend the night there and stuff, and like have like electrodes attached to you and all kinds Whatever. of stuff. I've done that, but I was like, I could do that. You know, I had a cat scan once. Uh, you did? I did. For what? I had this to see if you were muscle um, able to learn things because you were so bad at math. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just guessing. A good guess. Thank you. No, it was when I was a teenager, I had this muscle spasm in my neck. Oh. And it was, I think, from something anxiety-based, like, rooted now. Yeah. But back then, I would constantly, like, 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 um, like, tense my, the muscles in my neck. And I feel it, like I have that. It got to the point where I was doing it without even knowing I was doing it. So I would do it, like, every, like, minute I would do it. You're making my neck hurt. Sorry. Yeah, now, now you, every time I see somebody do that, I have to crack my neck too. Yeah. I crack my neck so much, by the way, too much. Same. But um, okay, so yeah, I, I I don't even know what we were talking about, but I I oh I had a cat scan. So the, <laughs> so I was I was laying there, and they they had to make me fall asleep so they could see if I was doing that even in my sleep, and I wasn't. Oh, so that's when we figured that it wasn't part of something that I was con- I was unconsciously doing. Did you get psychologically treated for it? Then? No, they basically just told me that like this they're just is, like stop doing that. They're like that's you. It's you doing it. <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah. Stop and it. then somehow I was able to acknowledge that it was me. And every time I was about to do it, I was like, why am I about to do this? Oh, yeah. so it was a habit. It was it like really biting helped. your biting your nails. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, back to this person's question. Well, I'd like to talk about my cat scan a little more if you don't. Mind. I don't it even was know very how, cold I don't in even that know room. how you got there. It was very cold. 
Well, so, you said electrodes uh, uh, strapped to your oh, head, which, which happened that, to me. There it is. That happened to me. All right. Well, anyway, I was going to say, if you don't have an obvious hobby, then something that you can do um, is just throughout your day, every time you're doing something and it makes you happy, or like when you have a moment of like, oh, I feel very calm and at peace doing this particular activity, either do like go more into that activity or figure out what it is about that activity that gives you calm and peace and that can kind of lead you towards something you might be passionate about um or what do you do for fun is there anything that you do for fun right now that gives you some kind of peace from the the work tense tension that you feel yeah whatever that is even if it's fucking skateboarding Oh yeah, that's what happened to my friend. Oh, I've told this story before, but she went through a whole nursing school to be, or a whole, uh, a whole. She went through college to be a, a an RT, an RT. RN. No, it's an RT. RN. She, no, it's not an RN. I just want to be right. <laughs> she did the X-ray stuff. She was doing X-ray, radio technology, and technology. Radiological technician. Whatever. So yeah, she did that, and then she got work in a hospital, and she hated it. And while she was like studying and getting all stressed out, she was um, got really into like painting her nails. She got really, really good at painting her nails, and now she's uh, a head manicurist at a salon. See, like she full on, yeah, she's really good, and she full on like dropped out and went to cosmetology school. She's like, fuck this, I don't want to be X-raying people. It sucks. So what what is the thing that you do for fun if there is anything if there yeah. isn't try some shit oh if there isn't a good question to ask is if money wasn't an issue like if there if you had all the money in the world like you were just a limited amounts of money what would you be doing like what would your day to day look like what you wake up out of bed you have all the money where do you do where like where do you go what like do you what do, do Nikki what do, do you, I do where do you go dude I ask myself this question and I love what I'm doing. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah. I d- genuinely, I'm like, I would probably f- do a few more companies. Like, I would, um, I really like my jewelry line, and mm. I want to expand on that. And I think I'd really, like, go more into how to expand on that. So but, sick to say I have a jewelry line out loud. Yeah. Like just throw it away like that. I know. But I really, I, like, I enjoy my jewelry line, cause and I, had, I would just love to expand on it. For those of it. you who don't know, I had a jewelry line called Kittens and Coffee, and the company I was working with sold their business last year, so I haven't been able to make jewelry since then, and people keep asking me about it, and I get really sad because I really want to, I really love that line, and I was really excited about it. But anyway, so besides that and like a few, I kind of want to do house flipping, like things oh, yeah. like that, oh, yeah. but I would, I think I would always have this podcast or vlog and or vlogging. Mm-hmm. Like I still love sharing stuff with people like i things that help me i want people to know about it like i want people to know i would have a warehouse filled with crypto bodies? crypto miners oh. with but bodies <laughs> of people who are working there okay as well great that's cool that's sick. but then what do you do because the crypto miners are mining so what I do you do i fucking chill in there dude you just chill fucking chill in there. what are you watching well, no, that, that's part of no because i want to be part of the revolution I have the too many interests. The financial uh, revolution. I also just want, I want a kitty farm. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid interests. of your kitty farm idea because I, we kind of have a, a kitty plantation right now. And it's Imagine this. Sick. We have acres of land. We build an island with like a moat, you know, like a moat. Like it has like a water feature. It's a lazy river. It's not even a moat. It's a lazy river. <laughs> and you go to the island and there's kittens everywhere. It just just kittens live there. <laughs> Sounds cruel. 
No, but like they grow into full cats. No, but they're on this island. They can't go anywhere. Like, no, but it's stu- huge. It's huge. It's big. Okay. It's all a big right. island. Better there's, be big. there's tree houses. All there's right. all kinds of kitty trees. They they love it. <laughs> they're outside all day. Listen, I get to play in my mind when I when I'm like, oh, no, money's everywhere. Okay, this is the perfect world. This is how I would design it. Um, anyway, so that's fun. Like, have fun. I know it's like not fun when you're like s- struggling with like. Oh no, we have bills to pay and stuff. Just don't think about that. Don't think about your real life. Think about like, what if? And it's fun and go in your brain and just like think of the things that when you while while you're thinking of them that give you that spark where you're like, oh, that's so exciting. And then just like go from there and then figure out what people do to, to do those things. I think for me, my new goal is to destroy the Gatorade company for what they did to my hand. Yeah, that's pretty unfortunate. That's my new goal. Maybe if you got a CAT scan, the doctor would be like, yeah, that's your fault. <laughs> and I agree. Actually, they told me that uh, that I had genius level uh, abilities with my brain. Moving on. Uh, next question. <laughs> this is, how can I face conflict without getting scared? Oh, I like this title. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nikki and Steve. My name is Jocelyn. I'm 17 and I love you guys. We love you. You and the JK crew are my idols. Aw. We love you. So happy to be able to have you as role models and have your guidance for all these years. Wow. How? When did you start? You're only 17 right now. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. We love you. Anyway, lately I've been lately I've been trying to do some self improvement. Along the way, I've realized that I need to toughen up more. I've been a doormat in multiple occasions, and I hate letting people treat me in such a way. Usually, whenever people have a dirty attitude, I don't say anything. When I do stand up for myself, I get really riled up inside. I don't want to do too much though, to the point where I look super defensive about every little thing. How can I be more comfortable with conflict? When do I fight back or let things slide? When you are in that moment of uncomfort, you're uncomfortable because you are fighting for yourself, right? So it's about embracing the reason why. It's less about the feeling goes away. The feeling doesn't necessarily go away. It's just that you know why you're doing this because you're standing up for yourself. How do you, because this is probably the hardest thing that I've had to learn when you're in a heightened state of emotion mm-hmm. how do you not come off as defensive like how do you remain a little bit more neutral that's hard right that that's going to be hard yeah because if you're personally invested in it yeah then yeah you're gonna you might come off as defensive the best techniques that i've seen for that is just to st- stick to your argument yeah without raising your voice and also not to um attack yeah exactly or make sure you're not atta- using attacking language right like you did this and now I feel this. Like yes. more just sticking to This hey, is why I feel this way. I, I'm a little hurt because um this happened and I just wanted to clear it up. You know There's also ways that you can kind of massage the situation Ooh. so that you're not just you've seen me do this many times, but I'm <clears throat> so I'm not just confronting someone full on. I'm coming at it from more of a neutral position while I'm still trying to get what I want out of it, which is for them to understand where I'm coming from. But if you can massage it a little bit where it's like, hey, um, so I don't know if you intended on this happening, but for some reason when this happens, I feel like this. Oh, that's great. You know what I'm saying? And so that way you're coming at it from a neutral position. So you're not like just on the attack from minute one. Damn. I just thought about how much I love massages. (laughs) And I wonder if you could be a massage connoisseur, like if you could be a massage critic a massage critic or tester <laughs> yeah a massage tester it's really good i mean i'm down sign me up put it out there put it out in the universe yeah yeah that's really great 
Yeah, I do it all the time. It's called, um, there's also this term called, I think, fluffing. Ooh, maybe that's the, not the term. I don't think that's the term. <laughs> but it's where you put, um, it's where you put like a compliment or like something nice and then the thing that's kind of harder to say and then something nice at the end. Yeah. You like sandwich it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, hey, like, I really like when you do this, but sometimes it comes across as this. Um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to make an, uh, cause an argument, but I just want to let you know that, uh, I feel this way about it and, yeah. uh, but I love what you're doing or whatever. I'm, I don't know. That was a terrible example. I don't think you have to compliment so much. That was a terrible example. It's a horrible example. I know. I hated that example. <laughs> it's the idea is just like, Hey, I don't know if you're intending on this happening, but this is how I feel when this happens. Yeah. And I've had to do this with many people, ex-girlfriends, parents, like use I statements. A lot of people don't know what I statements are. Yeah, I feel. I yeah, think. that was um that was drilled into us in middle school of how to like resolve conflict mm. is like using I statements, being like, I feel this way when this happens, not you did this. Yeah, and and then she's talking initially about not being so sensitive, which I think is a fucking great thing to to try to lean that way it's at all so times. Hard. It's so but it's a good thing for you. Like if you're gonna have a good backbone and you're going to fight for the things that you believe in it's so so good to lean in that direction okay i have an i i am i am this girl okay um so like um sometimes i want to stick up for myself but then the person that's like bullying or like you know they're more way more aggressive at me um i don't want them to continue to attack me so i sometimes feel like the best thing to do is just walk away but then i get mad that i couldn't stand up for myself is this a person that you want to have a continued relationship with no then you don't need to resolve anything just let it go like fuck them and move on if this is somebody you want to have a continued relationship with then yeah you need to stick up for yourself okay and be like hey when you do this this is how i feel and i don't want to feel that way when when i see you yeah and let's fix this there's layers too of course. Like sometimes I've had a situation where in the past, um, like this person at my school was like telling everyone I did a certain thing that I didn't do, but then I didn't want to be like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it to everybody because then it looks like I did do it or like then it just draws more attention and It'll, that person gets all the power. But, but there are people who, I mean, they, they'll see somebody who's accused of murder and they're standing at a podium and the way that they're just standing there, they're like, oh, he did it. Like, you never know with people. Yeah, you can't so, try to figure th- out how people so are going to see you. I think that's so frustrating when, like, someone is doing something and it's malicious. Everyone's a fucking expert. Everyone just looks at things and go, oh, the, so the way he just looked up into the right is, like, it's a tell when all this shit people do. Yeah. And all these body language experts, all this stuff that people get into that can, you can, you can turn an innocent person guilty with no evidence. Yeah. It's really just about, you know, knowing yourself, sticking up for the things that you believe in, and not backing down. Yeah, being assertive is something to strive for. And if I have a problem with anybody, Nikki knows this, I will I will bring up to them the first second that I see them even. Yeah, me like, too. I always try to nip things in the bud because I don't want anything to build up. Ever. Over time. So nipping it in the bud and then also... Um, yeah, I guess the way that I've been able to sort of separate myself from the emotion of it is just... One, I do not approach anyone if I'm still in a heightened state of emotion. Mm-hmm. I wait for those emotions to like calm down a little bit. Um, I focus on the issue at hand. And when, if they start getting emotional at me, then I, I go, hey, hey, or I'm just talking about this issue. I'm not talking like it's not personal. 
this, this issue. Why are you the only person who should feel awkward? That's my thing, right? It's it's not respectful. Like when you're the only person in the room who has to like, you know, dance around this person or whatever the fuck, right? Like it's not okay. Like you, they deserve, you deserve the same respect that they do. Yeah, exactly. You would want someone to, if they had a problem with you, you'd want someone to bring it up nicely and yeah. give you benefit of the doubt and, and just tell you what the issue is. Yeah. But when they walk in the room, they get to have a great time. Why, do, why can't do you? Do unto others as you would do unto yourself. There you go. How, or have others do unto you. I don't know. I fucked it up. Anyway, next question. How about help? I don't want to end up homeless. Ooh. Okay. Hello, icebreaker, Steve, and all the listeners out there. <laughs> Unbelievable. The unprofessionalism. First, I want to say thank you to Nikki, Steve, and everyone who has submitted their questions for allowing me to learn a lot through this podcast. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks for everyone that submits questions. I'm 23 and probably should relax and not worry about this, but I've stressed about this since I was 19. I really want to learn how to buy a home and not get ripped off. Also, I'm currently furloughed because of COVID, so I'm already fucked. I mean, we kind of all are. I'm the oldest of four girls, and I love my parents so much, and I know I want to buy a home for all of us to repay them for all their hard work. And my soon-to-be fiance, I'm proposing. I'm proposing on ten two. Ooh, Whoa. October second. All right. Ooh, does this come out after? It? Oh yeah. Wait, it's already after that. Congrats. <laughs> Proposed already. I hope it went well. Hope it went well. Hope he said yes. Or she. Or she. My soon-to-be fiance agreed to help me buy said home since we want to start our lives together. Renting seems like I'm just throwing away my money and want and we want our own home so I could start adopting more doggies and kitties. Yeah, it's my type of person. It's going to smell weird, though. Where do I start with this home buying situation? Sorry if this was confusing. Thank you so much. I've rated five stars, by the way. We love you. Thank you so much. Uh, where do you start? Wow. Well, well you got to get your nest egg going. You got to, yeah, so get your nest egg going. Figure out, like, if you go on sites like Redfin, Zillow, Realtor.com, you can browse homes in your area or whatever area you're looking to buy a home in or you know, prospective neighborhoods that you want to, that you're looking to buy in, and you could check out the crime rate, all kinds of stuff like that. Get an idea of the type of place that you want to live in, see what the price range is for that, and then build a nest egg of 20% of that. So if the houses you're looking at are $300,000, you're going to want $60,000 to like set, a, to set aside. Then once you got a good nest egg going, maybe you're around like 50000 or whatever. And by the way, you could put down less than 20% on a home. You just have your best bet of getting the home if you have 20% to, to put down. Um, well, she's furloughed though, too. So, oh, right. So so we're talking about nest egg when you get your... Your, your regular... Yeah, when you get your... But the, the fiance says that she's... Um, that the fiance is going to help buy the home too. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah, cool. so she's got two incomes. Right or well, her income once she's off of furlough. Right. Um, but yeah, like it's never too late to start putting together that. So then, once you got a good nest egg going, um, go get pre-approved for a loan. Um, getting pre-approved helps you so that it helps you so that when you're going to open houses, if you find your dream house that you're like, this is the right price in the right area, and I could we could afford this, you could put an offer in if you're pre-approved. If you're not pre-approved, it's a little bit more of a tricky process. And they treat you and like treat a lesser you. human being. They do. They really do. We didn't. Like, oh, are you pre-approved? And you're like, no. And they're basically just like they reopen their magazine <laughs> and they just kick back. Like, like you're not even a person. That's true. Um, yeah, being pre-approved, they're like, oh, well, you know, and they, they can't they can't take out enough of their cards and start handing them to you. It's true. They're handing you. Fucking, are you working with someone? Do you like, have yeah, a? Relative? You got a wedding chaperone? Yeah. You got a band? You're like, wow. 
Yeah. We did an episode on Should They Don't Tell You About Buying a Home, but that was two years ago? Mm -hmm. Wow. It was two years ago already? That's when we bought it. Whoa. Crazy. Well, anyway, I don't even think it's on my channel because that was back in the day. I don't even know if it's on anyone's channel. Oh. I think it's on just an audio. We'll have to revisit the topic, perhaps. Yeah, maybe we'll revisit it because we are maybe moving somewhere else. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) So TBD. Um, But yeah. COVID taught daddy and mommy a couple things. (laughs) I think you're smart for already having that in mind that you want to buy instead of rent. Um, It's also mortgage rates are really low right now. So it's a good time to buy um, because they're going to stay low for the next two years. Or to refi if you already have a place out there. She's no, I'm talking to the people oh, at home. To the other people. Yeah, it's a good time to refi if you had a different rate a couple years ago because they have come down a lot. Um, and then, uh, but then like also if you're like, oh no, I don't have it yet, then the market might crash in a couple of years. So maybe you could just wait for that. It could happen. It could, could happen. happen. We don't know. We, we don't, have no inside we information. Know. We don't know. I wish I knew. <laughs> Right, because that would be sick to know. It'd be pretty cool. What would your What's your first move then? How do you take advantage of that? Well, if I know, okay, let's say I know yeah. that a crash is coming yeah. in six months, mm-hmm. then I'm selling my house right now. Good like fuck, I'm, yeah. I'm about to like sell my house right now. There it is. Get my house at the top. Get all the money, cash, mm-hmm. dollar bills, y'all. Mm-hmm. Then the market crashes, and then I swoop and get a really good deal on a different house. Yep. Or we buy the same one for even cheaper. Oh, yeah. Get the sickest mortgage ever. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, those are the beginning steps. There's more after that. But if you work with a realtor, they can absolutely guide you through the process. Our realtor was amazing at guiding us through everything. I had no idea how to buy a house. Like that's some shit they really don't tell you unless you had parents that told you. But I, we never had that conversation. How did we know that our realtor was a sick guy? Because he was really sick. Well, we were going to open houses and just checking out the scene. Like, I wasn't even pre-approved. I just, like, really was obsessed with wanting to get a new place. And um, We were going, like, every weekend. We were going every weekend to open houses. multiple times a week. Even not being pre-approved. But he was like, you need to get pre-approved if, like, you're going to be looking at houses and you're going to, like, actually make a serious offer. And I don't know. I got a good feeling from him because he knew the area really, really well. Like, I was... I had been researching for a good year at that point, and I was telling him exactly what I was looking for, like what things I was not willing to settle on, what my price range was, all this stuff. And it was a tall glass, a tall order, mm-hmm. but he was like, we can make that happen. Whereas everyone else I talked to was like, that's impossible. You'll never find that. And she's, like, she had already found those properties on Redfin. So you I could, already found it. You could it. tell who did more research compared to the other people. And yeah, I know there are rare gems here and there. Like, it's not like every house is going to be that, like, for the price range I was looking for and w- how much I wanted. Um, no, but, but this I, cat knew his shit, though. Yeah, he's like, yeah, have you looked in this area, this area, this area? I was like, hell yeah, I have. Yeah. I'm down for this one, but not this one, and here's why. And like- you know, I had a lot in my back. There pocket. are no people sometimes who can't wait to tell you why something cannot happen, and there are yes people who cannot wait to try to make something work for yeah. you. and that's what you should Those always go for. Those are the people for. you want to work with in life, in friendships, yeah, in business relationships. Problem solvers. Yes, not, not no people. Not Here's why that doesn't people. work. Here's why that'll never happen. <sighs> Fuck those people. I wish them well. <laughs> all the best on that note we're gonna take a quick break but when we come back we will answer more of your questions i don't know why i couldn't say the word will 
wheel. You said wheel. Wheel. Like wheel. Just get over it. The icebreaker is, is, is officially it. broken. That's what I do. Break that ice. Shut the fuck up. We're, we're going to break. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. These days, you can't go anywhere on the internet without running into the most horrible takes. You know, your good old-fashioned homophobes or your self-proclaimed alpha males who are writing two-page articles titled How to Score the Perfect Female in 10 Days. If you are just as sick of these outdated takes as we are, you will love our podcast, Outspoken, hosted by me, Sam Collins, and my incredible partner, Shannon. We are an LGBT couple who have seen it all, been called it all, and are ready to take on the never-ending world of outrageous online opinions. Each week, we bring you the most ridiculous videos, hot takes, and hellbent news we come across on the internet. So come laugh with us as we dismantle outdated ideologies and tear apart the most confident idiots on the internet on our podcast, Outspoken. You can follow and listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are listening right now. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, 
that would be really awesome for us. Listen, like, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> okay, we're back, and this topic title is pretty juicy. Are you ready? I'm ready. He lied about having kids. Holy shit. What? Okay. Hey, Nikki and Steve. I love the podcast and everything about you, too. Oh, my God. We, we love, love you. you. I would like to stay anonymous. Okay. Here's my story. I was recently dating a guy I met online long distance, but we would talk on the phone and FaceTime often to stay connected. I was really starting to fall in love with this guy. He was nice, generous, and also seemed to be really good with kids since he'd often hang out with his niece and he seemed to have a great connection with her. A bit after we started officially dating, this was six months in after matching online, I started doing some deep Facebook stalking of the guy, I know, creepy, and found out that the girl he claimed was his niece was actually his daughter. I got really annoyed and confronted him. It wasn't really the fact that he has a kid that made me annoyed, but because that's a really important thing, and I don't think he sh he should lie about it, especially for six months. At first, he was avoiding the question when I asked him, but eventually he admitted to it. What do you think? Would you forgive someone if they didn't tell you they had a child until you found out for yourself six months in? I understand dating with a child is harder, but I also think it's something that you should be honest about with someone if you're looking to start a life and family with them. Side note, I did break up with this guy soon after because of the situation. Plus, I found out he was not being loyal. But I'm more curious to see where you stand on this topic alone. First of all, we would like you to send us your information so that we could hire you as a private investigator. Yes. Second of all, that is incredible. I'm so proud of you. And yeah. yes, he he sucks for not telling yeah, you. Yeah, lying is lying. Like, it doesn't matter. That's how... not a little white lie. That's a doozy, bro. Exactly. That's a fucking. It's not like, oh. That's I... a four foot, 11 tall lie. There was traffic, but really I didn't leave my house yet. I think that's an acceptable lie that I feel like Steve has done to me. Oh, <laughs> I have uh, multiple times. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, that's like my limit on lying. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, I have a really big problem with dishonesty uh not that it's like yeah it's not hard to take a hard stance on that i have a problem with i have dishonesty. a real uh oh, issue with issue. lying yeah i don't like liars <laughs> um no but i i just think if the relationship starts off on a big lie like i, I don't know that and he can do it so easily i don't know what to how this person operates in a truthful sense you know i can't get a gauge on on like how truthful this person is if they if they're willing to just to my face be like oh this is my niece like that's a big that's pretty big i think Dude, especially in a world where people have like secret families and shit in a I'm, world you know what i'm saying i'm not fucking around with that exactly i had some secret family members you, you sure do <laughs> i did i had a secret family i can't talk about it it's but pretty juicy though it's pretty juicy maybe uh she'll figure it out in like two days yeah, maybe. We will put our girl on the case, too. So, this this uh, private eye yeah, over here. she'll handle it. Um, Dang, she's good. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, good for you for figuring that out. I just, I, I hate being... She didn't just figure that out, though. She also found out that he was, like, he was like not being faithful with her. Oh, right. She's fucking good. You can't lie to women, man. I mean, you can't lie to anyone. Don't, I mean, don't lie to anyone. But there's a woman's intuition They're thing. Good, I swear, like, my ex, I, he didn't... 
I just had a dream that he was talking to girls on OkCupid and I woke up and I found his OkCupid profile and you can't even look people up by their names. You have to like look up by like location. I just put it in location and height. That's hilarious. And he was like on the, he was on the first yeah, he was on the first page of like a thousand pages. Wow. Yeah. Pretty wild, but also, he, sw- he had sworn up and down pre- previously that he canceled that account. So that's, I don't know, it's weird. It's weird how intuition works like that. Wow. It's like the back of my mind, I knew something was a No hate to small guys, by the way. He was a small guy, literally and figuratively. Inside and out. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, so I guess we both stand on the same on the same side of, that's too big of a lie, huh? It's too big of a lie. And too long. And or Unless there's a really good reason why. Like she's in fucking witness protection or some shit. Unless he felt like he wasn't going to start a family with you. He wasn't going to have a serious relationship with you. Like if it was just like, oh, casual fling or something. But six months in. You have to tell people you have kids. I'm sorry. You have, you have to tell them you have well, kids. Well, like let's say I just wanted to hook up with somebody. I don't need them to know my whole life. Sure. I don't need them to know where my kid lives. What if they're a creep? Uh, you no, know, No question. Yeah, but like. But if we're dating for six months, how look? Look, okay. how is if that? We're talking. If we're at dinner and we're talking, and like I know more about your mom and your fucking family, and you guys had a dog growing up, than I do that you have a kid right now. You suck. Yeah, that's all. Okay. Okay. Well, so we differ on that. Don't have secret kids. That's my big rule. <laughs> Don't have secret kids. That's my biggest rule. Can everyone just stop having secret kids? I'm tired of it. Anyway, moving on. Good question. Hope that helped you. We will be saving your email. Thank you. Um, okay. This one is exorcism versus mental health. I have a feeling it's about our exorcism oh, episode. Shit. Yeah. Let's okay. Go. Hi, guys. Love you both so much. Just listened to your exorcism podcast and wanted to give you a little info I have from my own experience. I'm Catholic and my mom is bipolar, manic depressive with signs of schizophrenia and multiple personalities disorder. Whoa. She's never had any exorcisms. However, when she is full-blown manic, she fits all the criteria and would, in fact, qualify for one. That being said, she once had a doctor that wanted to debunk the possibility of possession in her. He did an MRI on her brain when she was lucid and then another one when she was manic. A typical person only uses a very small percentage of their brain at one time. But when my mom is manic, the MRI showed that she was actively accessing. Accessing? Accessing. She was actively accessing. Accessing. (laughs) Why can't I say this word? It's fine. She was actively accessing over 90% of her brain. Wow, that's crazy. So when she was man, so when she was not it's like manic, some Matilda shit. When she was not manic, she was accessing a normal amount of brain, and then when she was manic, she was accessing ninety percent, over ninety percent of her brain. That's crazy. Okay. That being said, every person takes in everything they've ever heard, but can only channel so much info at one time. But when my mom is manic, she has access to everything she has ever heard in her life, even if she doesn't have any lucid memory of it. She can speak languages she's never learned just because she had heard someone else speak them. And the doctor mentioned that she gets insane strength because her pain receptors basically turn off when she's manic. I've seen her take on like eight grown men before and have no problem. The doctor basically explained it as her fight or flight kicking in for extended amounts of time. Also, she will tell me she is a demon and will send me to hell with lots of other super scary stuff. But after going to a psych ward for a couple weeks, she always comes back my mom again. She was a great human when she's not going through that stuff, but it had a huge impact on her keeping a job and stuff, obviously. It's really sad. I can go on and on with stories of her, but I thought it might be a little helpful to you. Sorry, it's kind of all over the place. Hopefully you get something from this. Love, Hannah. Wow, Dude, Hannah, Hannah, that's such great insight. Crazy Hannah has a demon mom. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) 
Uh, no, that's just so that's so interesting. I never heard um, anyone get an MRI while they are having an episode and using ninety percent of their brain, or that that was even possible to just channel all that information you've ever learned in your whole life. That's crazy. I mean, it's cool. That's a, like a superpower, but like you don't, you're not able to use it or harness it. Yeah, it's just sort of like you're all over the place. Damn, what a waste of superpower. Dude, what a waste of taking on five guys at once. What I want to know, though, is how come... Okay, because like, you have access to everything in you've ever heard of, right? But then how come she goes demon route, you know? Well, maybe because of like she's saying how she's latently heard like languages in her life. But yeah. she's like a Catholic, so she's gotten all this stuff like... She's been swimming in the Catholic pond for yeah, a long time. Yeah, but why does it never go Virgin Mary route? Or like... How do you mean? Like how, oh, come, oh, oh, how come she never turns nice? into like, yeah, an angel. Like a the good, the higher energies. I think that we all have, through when you think about human history, yeah. there's so much violence. There's so much pain. It's insane. Yeah. So I think it's more that. I mean, we really haven't had nice civilization until like the past hundred years even. Yeah, it's true. Like, think about it, bro. I was it was watching, just violence and territory seizing and rape and every like, just that. That was the world. You have a fucked up king that met a red woman who told you to burn your daughter at the stake. And you listened. And you listened because you, you thought listened. you would win a war, and then you didn't win the war. And you didn't even win a Golden Globe. <laughs> so you did all that for Good. really nothing, for Good. genuinely nothing, genuinely nothing on and off the stage. I'm glad that you didn't win the war. Or the or the Oscar, and I can't believe. The, and the, I'm so glad the writers lost Star Wars. I'm so glad. Me because, too. Because they shouldn't have hurt that girl. A curse on their houses. Yeah, same. Anyway, um, yeah, that's thank that's, you for that. that that's that great insight, insight. Hannah. That's yeah, we really, love that. That's incredible stuff. Yeah. Um. All right. How about this one? Oh, Batman episode slash questions. Yes, let's go. This is St- wedding Steve's whistle. Just wanted to say that I lived vicariously through Steve in the Batman episode as kind of a closet nerd who keeps my knowledge under wraps until someone prompts me to let loose. Hearing Steve gush about Batman was awesome. Took me back to the days on the playground where we would debate on similar superhero shenanigans. And Nikki did a great job of letting Steve go off the rails, lol, but still listening attentively and with genuine ears. Questions. One for Steve. Is there a villain in Batman's rogues gallery who you would love to see adapted on film in live action? Also wanted to ask if you have seen Batman Mask of the Phantasm, it's a 90 minute the best movie. Batman movie ever, bro. Based on the animated series. Yeah, I love that movie. Good for movie night. I think Nikki would enjoy it too since it doesn't really rely much on the vast lore of Batman mythos. Very true. Plus there's some crime and romance aspects. How come you never shared that with me, you jerk? <laughs> You just watched my favorite movie during COVID. Yeah, I know. And it was like like eight months in. So doesn't that show that I want to share <laughs> things with you? I don't like to make Nikki watch things. It's not making it. She's not a fun person to make watch something. You've never suggested. It wasn't like you not suggested and right. I was like, no. That's true. But I don't exactly. Look, those are for when I'm on the pewter. Those aren't for like when I'm in the living room. Have you noticed? Okay, like, yeah. I don't watch like I know you separate my your, Batman's and you all got that. a secret life. Yeah, I got my secret life on you the got theater. Probably your secret kids on there. I got my secret kids. I got my secret family. No, but that that's I don't know. It's it's not really about like shielding it or whatever. Uh huh. Although I do feel kind of dumb as a grown man watching a cartoon. Oh. Uh-huh. So yeah, that, there it is. Eminem had a cartoon and I I watched it. It it was very short lived. I didn't ask. I'm kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> you we watched Eight Mile together. That's a Nikki thing. It is. Okay. I'm, well, you know, be cool if I was invited to your, you know, your club. You're very invited. No, now that I know, if you're genuinely interested, I, I will show you. I don't want to watch this movie. I will show you after the Phantasm. <laughs> All right. So, is there any villain in Batman's Rogues Gallery who you would love to see adapted in, in live film? Uh, there's two. There's two. One they did a good job with already. It's called. It's. It's. Well, first of all, Mister Freeze. Uh, I think Mr. Freeze. Arnold? No, see, he's gotten such shit oh. like on screen. <laughs> okay. He's gotten the worst fucking rap. But Mr. Freeze is a super cool character. Mm-hmm. What's funny? Super cool. I hate it. Well, I didn't mean it. You okay. said that. Okay, he's an awesome character. Mm-hmm. He it's, it's a super interesting thing like where his entire driving focus is not to destroy the city and kill Batman and all this shit. He's just trying to save his wife. But- um, because his wife is, um, he he's to, married. Yeah, he's a married man. Mister Freeze has got, ha- got happily his wives and kids. Yeah, he's got his wife Nora. Do they have kids? They don't have kids. Oh, that I've seen. Not that she knows of. In adaptations, I've seen no, but but he's little freeze babies. He's trying. He's a doctor, and he's ironically named Mister Freeze. And then of course he goes through an accident, and he has to stay cold. Oh. And but part of it is um, he's searching for a cure. Part of his research was that he's searching for a cure for his wife's um, ailment, and and he's been keeping her cold. So then he has to, he has to steal money and resources. Does he and freeze stuff. her eggs? I, I I assume they're frozen with her. I considered it. And <laughs> well, it's too invasive. Yeah, it's pretty invasive. They have to scrape them out. Yeah, I, they have to harvest. They lost them. me at the word scrape. Mm. So yeah, that character I think is super dope. Because of that. And yes, he does tend to try to destroy the city and destroy Gotham because every character in Batman does. Yeah. But I don't think you got to go there. I think that- Yeah, why does, why does he want to destroy Gotham? Well- Just because he got in a car accident? No, he didn't get in a car accident. Oh, wait, what a happened? science experiment. Oh, a science- ex- a- a- Accident. Oh, just because he got in a science accident? <laughs> yeah, a science accident. As happens to all comic book character villains. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh- no, I think it's usually he's trying. It's like Spider Man Two, where Doctor Octopus is trying to get resources so that he can work on his um, experiment. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact idea with Mister Freeze. He's trying to steal money, like rob banks or whatever, so that he can fund his research into. Why save can't his he life. just apply for a grant? Have you tried to apply for grants? No, because well, I'm not a bullshit. scientist. I'm and not a scientist. His wife has a rare disease, and so nobody wants to fucking fund it. And all that kind of. I mean, shit. those are the things that get funded. Not necessarily. What if it's so rare that literally nobody wants to fund it because there's no money to be made from the, phar- from the pharmaceutical for it? Why can't do a GoFundMe or Change.org? He should. Well, now they could do a Change.org thing. Well, so Mr. Freeze doesn't have to do as much. So yeah, let's just Good not point. burn down the city. Come on. Okay, second character, real quick. His name. His name is Victor Zaz, and he is a serial killer. And he he kills somebody. He he and he scars. Victor his, Zaz. Victor Zaz, and he when he kills somebody, he also he puts a tally on his body. So everybody he's ever killed, he's got tallies all over his body. Ugh. And my 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 dream Batman adaptation would be to see a Batman hunting a serial killer, and it would be Zoth. Mm, I don't like that one; it's too real. But that's kind of cool, though. No, like I want him to have a superpower. Otherwise, it's too real. Like I feel like super, like um, serial killers would do that. But Batman is the world's greatest detective. He can't just be going after all the outlandish, ostentatious villains. He's got to be going after all of the villains. There's so many killers in New York City, in Gotham City. I know. That's so, what I'm saying. This would be one of them. Yeah, but I'm saying like, okay, if he goes after one regular, then he's got to go after all the regular killers, but usually he goes after the ones with cool costumes. That's because that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. He's got to, he goes after the sexy Victor ones. Victor Saw's not that sexy. It's not that sexy, no. Yeah. 
That's probably why he hasn't gotten a movie. Guaranteed. But you want to see it? I'd want to. I'd want. I would, dude. That's my dream one to to write on. Or, or just killing or people, putting Italian marks on his bodies. No, no, it's not just that though. It's 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 how Batman finds. Is him. it like Dexter, where he has like a purpose in what victims he's killing? No, Zaz is not that complicated. Like oh. Zaz is a super. You just take evil person. He's just killing randoms. Well, he kills people. It, 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 there's all kinds of different versions of him. Yeah, but I don't like him. He he's a murderer. Oh. But the but the idea would be Batman trying to hunt him down and like and he's good at getting away and and killing people without him knowing. What the hell are the detectives doing? They're not looking for guys with scars all over their body. I'll tell you that. I guess not. Yeah. All right, I got a question in here okay. too. It says for Nikki, since it was well established that Nikki would most prefer to bone Batman out of all the mainstream superheroes because yeah, of his that fucked clear. up psyche. I was wondering what supervillain Nikki would want to bone the issues out of. Supervillain uh, in in Batman. No, he's a supervillain in general. In general? I mean, Lex Luthor's kind of... Isn't he rich? Which version? The Jesse Eisenberg version? No. <laughs> no, okay. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, relax over I there. was thinking of... Um, How about the Kevin one with... Spacey version? You want that one? No. Yeah, was... which version? I was thinking the Dean Cain version. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was hot. <laughs> the, like, so... Well, Dean Cain was Superman, but, like, the, the guy playing Lex Luthor... Oh, yeah, Luther he was hot. The... John, yeah. Jonathan something. I don't... Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. So... I guess okay. Well, now I gotta think of all the superheroes that I've ever been sexually attracted to. Oh, the villains. Oh, you know what, dude? Jim Carrey's the Riddler. Die. I was obsessed with him. He's pretty funny. There you go. You'd bone Jim Carrey's the Riddler. Yeah, but no other Riddler because that's just annoying. Great. Glad we got that answer. Not Penguin. <laughs> that's which funny. version? Danny. Not. I said not Penguin. Well, not- you know, there's a Colin. Uh, Colin Farrell version now. Okay. Coming out. You're changing my mind. See, I'm trying. Okay. Maybe Penguin. You know, I did hot yoga with him several times. Colin Farrell? Yeah. He comes, he like does yoga in his underwear. A lot of women were all over him during the They class. weren't disturbed. They're just like, cool. They like, he had a cluster around him. That's funny. So funny. And probably all, they all had makeup on, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like they knew that he was going to be there. Go figure. And it was like a 2 p.m. class because it was the only time during the day. I like going to that class because it's not as crowded because mm-hmm. people didn't used to the people used to have to work at their jobs during that time. Um, but then Colin Farrell started showing up and then all of a sudden that class got real popular. Yeah. And then people show up with makeup on. And that's, by the way, some of the most L.A. shit ever. Yeah, yeah really was. OK. Oh, and then it says, thanks for keeping the podcast running. Love any and all episodes, regardless of what the topic is. You guys rule. We oh, love we you. love you. Thank you. I will be doing a James Bond episode soon. I heard I heard people wanted that, so I'm because we talked about how I like Bond in there. Yeah, you do like you do like James Bond. I do. Okay. This next one's called Feeling Outgrown Sad Face. Hi, Nikki and Steve. First of all, I've always thought Steve sounds like Eric Warheim Warheim as Arnold in Master of None. Oh no, we haven't seen the show. Master of None. Oh, is that the uh, the Aziz Ansari show? Yeah, I've seen some of the shows. Eric Wareheim? Yeah, which you know one? That is? I don't know. No, dang. But I've heard gotta, the name. Yeah, we gotta watch it. He doesn't know who I am either, by the way. Anyway, one of my <laughs> yeah. So so fuck him. Take that. Uh, one of my favorite shows on the planet Earth. Do you get that a lot? He's a really cool dude. So are you? I, I get Philip Rivers a lot, actually. But not sounds like this. No, is, yeah, you sound like, like this guy. Interesting. 
I love your show and think you cover so many interesting, relatable points. I actually love the Q&A episodes the best. Oh my God, we love you. My question, concern, has to do with friendships. I'm 19, but please don't use my name. You could call me something cool and have a ten... Oh yeah, what should we call them? Rogue. Okay, hey Rogue. That's sick. So Rogue has a tendency to make friends older than myself. Okay, this happened to me all throughout high school, and as soon as I went to college, I made friends with almost exclusively juniors and seniors due to joining an organization with only older students. They all quickly took me in and became great friends, often forgetting our age difference and all of us hanging out on weekends. They seriously helped me transition to, to college life so much from letting me crash at their houses or saying hi to me on campus or guiding me through my harder classes. I loved feeling quote-unquote cool enough to hang around them because I was the only freshman and a lot of them knew. It was tough when COVID hit because I couldn't give any of them a proper goodbye and it really upset me that I had no closure from that point in our lives. Now they have now that they have jobs and I haven't even seen half of them since then, it's really hard to cope with the fact that our friendship basically ended overnight. I get it. They're in a whole new stage of life and navigating in whatever city they moved to and I'm in college still so we have less in common. But it really hurts now that we barely talk and didn't get to grow closer because of the year being cut two months short and a summer short. I don't know how to cope with these friends leaving and this spring it will be the same with people I'm even closer with. This is so hard for me because these people were my first friends in college and I have so I have to watch everyone in my organization leave until I will be the last one around. Literally, my best friend since my freshman year of high school is three years older than me and has a job, serious boyfriend, and is taking classes, so I've gone through this same thing with her. We rarely hang out anymore, even though I ask, and I know she's busy, but it still stings that we al- that she almost never reaches out to see me unless I prompt it. it. just feels like I'm outgrown by people constantly, and I get left behind because of my age, like I'm forgotten. I know I'm not a bad friend. That's just something I know about myself, so that's not why this happens. I just want to have real friends who will stick with me and remember to put effort into our relationship. Help. First of all, I have decided to rename you from Rogue to Outlaw because oh. I think that's way cooler. Outlier. No, Outlaw. Okay. We don't want to call her a liar. We just said that liar right, no, bad. No, Outlier. Not, not liar. Call her a liar. No, I wasn't. She's asking for help. I was like Malcolm Gladwell. I, first of all, I don't think you're a liar. I think you're pretty awesome, actually. Thank you. I don't think you're out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, no, this, is, this is the weirdest time in life where people are going to be constantly cycling in and out of your life yeah. because they're moving on to where they're going next. And friendships just don't stick like that. Yeah, it's easily. also just a weird time in everyone's life in general. Mm-hmm. Like even us in our 30s, just the the pandemic with COVID and everything, people are scrambling. They're trying to figure out what to do with their lives now. Like their whole world got shifted. Like they're maybe furloughed or um had to move states a lot of my like uh my esthetician she had to like she lost her business because of covid and she had to move to to a different state and now she's studying nursing she's going back to nursing school because she can't keep her business afloat so the last thing she's thinking about is hanging out with friends she's trying to like survive so a lot of these people especially since they're not in college anymore they're they don't have school to focus on. They got to figure out how to survive. They got to figure out like how to get their lives together in and in this difficult time of COVID. Yeah, and I think you know, I think that outlaw knows that generally, mm. but it's but it's important to rem- to remember you are a good friend. This really doesn't have anything to, thing to do with you. Yeah, that's what it's, I was trying to say. Is this is not personal. Yeah, it's just a frustrating time because even when your when your close friend has time, she's got a boyfriend and she's like trying to put. You know, when she has spare time, I'm sure she wants to spend it with someone she actually has sex with and stuff. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it just is. Yeah. Also, 19 is a hard age. I think, like, 19 is my least favorite age. 
because even when you turn 20, you're still not old enough to go out drinking with people. So like Super you just weird. naturally are left behind. But I was the same way where all my friends were older and they all graduated college around the same time and they all moved away because I lived in a college town. So they had all come from different places. And then when they graduated, they moved away, whereas I was still there in Santa Barbara. Um, and it was a, a lonely time because everyone left. And then I was like, well, what do I do now? Like, I felt, yeah, I felt really lonely, but it's just a phase. Everything in life is temporary. You get to know yourself better when you're alone and when you don't have any options to hang out with people. So that's cool. Yeah. And, and you know, like you said, you're good. You're a good friend. So it's, it's really just about recognizing this actually has nothing to do with you, which it sounds like you, you, you understand. And just going, damn, dude, people are people are going to be zigzagging in and out right now. And just, you know, when you find someone cool who's going to hang around with you, it's going to make it even more special. Right. Exactly. It's going to mean more. Exactly. Because you'll know it's the right fit and they they they're matching you. I mean, and look at how fast th these people zagged out of your life. Right. Like it, it wasn't too hard. It, you guys weren't that stuck together. So, yeah, when you find someone where it's meaningful, it will be great. And they'll maybe hopefully be in the same place in life as you. Of course. You know, I found I, I've been the one sometimes to move on from a friend because they stayed in this place in life. And now I was in this place in life. You know, I was getting married and, you know, talking about buying a house and having kids and stuff. And she was still living with her mom and uh, not didn't have like any career aspects or anything was single like it was com we were just completely different places yeah and it wasn't like a and personal it wasn't thing personal. it was just it something just, that naturally happened we didn't have any common interests anymore like common ground yeah and maybe one when she gets married and or like has more uh of a the same life path or the same uh in, i don't know interest what am yeah. i trying to say like the same things going on um, in her life yeah, yeah like we'll have more to, to common ground to walk on so yeah just timing and timing also one too. time i saw her pee in the street um but she was she's a good friend though that's true yeah it was a harmless pee <laughs> it was a trickle yeah um but still it wasn't a proper place to i think have a pee uh, and that's just my opinion but i could didn't be you have to pull over for her i barely pulled over in time gotcha barely pulled over in yeah. time. yeah yeah we love you we love her when that girl says she's got to go by the way She's not lying. She's not a liar. Not a liar. Not Very a liar. important to remember. Yeah. So so some of those friends you do lose. <laughs> so outlaw, that's hard. I know it's hard. It feels lonely. And when you're lonely, things feel like they're taking way longer. Like, like I know this is temporary, but like it's taking a hell of a long time. Um, if you're not in our in our Discord, though, I think you're fucking up because that's oh, a fun that's place. Oh, that's true. That's a fun place to you kick it. some cool-ass people in there. So... so Patreon.com slash sticky. If you didn't know, we have bonus episodes. We have a Discord chat going on. We do live streams. We're actually, our live stream is coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but maybe it's this weekend for you too. We do true. one a month. Yeah. We do one a month. Very true. Um, and thank you all so much for submitting your questions. We love hearing from you. We love trying to answer them to the best of our abilities, even though we're not experts and even though I have a way cooler nickname than Steve. Um, that's just not true I wish you'd say stop saying that because people are actually starting to believe you I don't even say it that often I just it just is just the, the breaker breaker one two three part I think that that's where you lose me 
like that's the where icebreaker that's the part's part fine, but likes. the breaker breaker part. That's whatever everyone likes. I didn't. I didn't. People don't even talk. I like didn't that come anymore. out with that part. That's, that's like doing. You're like doing an infomercial joke, which mm, nobody even does. Those kinds no, of that's what they. That's what they say. That's what they say. They don't say that. They say that. So, give us five stars on iTunes. It's like me saying I'm the Ice Man and I got the Ice Plan. Well, maybe it would have stuck a bit more if, if they said that about I think you. That's pretty. That was pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, shit. Okay. Or I got a nice plan. You know? Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Okay, I might. I might have to recalibrate. Yeah, give us five stars on iTunes if you can. It helps us out a lot. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, you could thumbs up this video. That helps with the algorithm. And we will see you next time. We got some really interesting topics coming up. Oh yeah. I'm freaking stoked for them. You want to do a little tease? No. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>